I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Now, have you seen any of the uh, evil series on the Peacock uh, highlighting WWE's bad guys? I have not yet. I, 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 you know, I don't know how long they've been running the ads for that, but I yeah. really just saw that tonight right. when I was watching some of NXT. So, no, but I'm going to. I'm going to watch some of it at some point, yeah. Yeah, executive producer is John. Have you seen? Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen most of them. I've seen. Really? Okay. Uh, the one I've seen about maybe a quarter of the Ric Flair one, and I have not seen the Roman Reigns one. I thought the the Randy Orton one I thought was pretty good, especially um, Charlotte. What does Flair's it do? Good. I mean, what what? How do they go about doing it? I mean, how how is it presented? I guess uh, they just talk about bad guys and what makes a bad guy and what makes a heel, um, the psychology of it, why this person likes doing it. Um, Randy does this transformation on character where he kind of gets into his character and it's a little scary because he does get very red faced and very veiny and all that other shit it's yeah it's pretty wild well, it's funny it's funny you know what it just strikes me funny that and this might be the running joke already i don't know i may be late to the game on this but it's funny that john cena is the producer of this yeah Who's never been a heel for more than two seconds in his life? I mean, that's I, what I'm setting you up for, pal. That's who's going to face Seth freaking Rollins. Heel dancing. I swerved you. No, I'd be, that'd be interesting. You saw the, uh, you saw the segment where Vinny, Vinny said he can't be without Seth freaking Rollins for the most stupendous WrestleMania ever, right? Yeah, I thought it was stupid as shit. But yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I'd love to be able to tell you, but I can't tell you. But it's going to be somebody. Bye. And he, he dances on the table and shit. And I'm like, I don't. Like, Vince at some point would have been Dude. like yelling at him to get the fuck off my. Get off my desk. Go away, asshole. So annoying. Just, he's just so annoying, man. I want to like, I want to like him. I want no, to, don't. but he's so no, you don't. fucking. Well. There's nothing to I like. I want to old Seth Rollins from from the from the fucking Shield. That's what I want. That's what I like. But I'm, that's never going to happen. Nobody knows what this is. First of all, <laughs> I don't think he does. I think Johnny Fairplay is in the file suit because he's wearing all of Johnny Fairplay and John Daly's old clothes. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, no doubt, man. Which hotel chain did he contact to get the drapes to make those suits? <laughs> it looks a little super eightish to me. So, yeah, I don't know if it's I don't think it's Hilton or Marriott. It's not like that. It's more of a days in situation, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely, definitely more days in. Days yeah, in or in nights in. What was the most I stayed at a nights in one time up in Delaware and I think I was lucky to get away with my life. That's like the most sketch place I've ever stayed. I've never stayed in one of those, but I can I can only imagine. Funny story. Okay. We were going this is like one of the first times when I was a kid. So this would have been the summer of eighty two before I was even twelve years old. So eighty two is okay. a big year, you know. 
North yeah, Carolina man. wins the national championship in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Michael, the legend of Michael Jordan really begins by sinking the game-winning shot uh, with seconds left in the game. Uh, the, the freshman. Braves go, the Braves go on that tremendous run in the spring, and they set the record for most runs, uh, most wins at the beginning of the season, and they make the playoffs in the croak. Um, so we go to the Outer Banks from the mountains. You know, it's, it's a very long 500-mile trek, whatever it is. It's, you know, it's, it's a long ways. And we stop in Raleigh to go to a hotel. And uh, we're stopping at a uh, Holiday Inn. I don't know where it is, but there's a Holiday Inn. And uh, we can see some um, construction workers and stuff kind of partying up on a, on a balcony up on the second floor there. And it uh, seems to be like they're making out with these chicks like in full view of us. And my uh, my stepfather comes back with the keys and he goes, uh, you know, the uh, front desk person said, you know, they're 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 kind of rowdy guys, but they're they're really just the most hardworking guys you ever know. And mom goes, yeah, I see they're working pretty hard on that girl up there. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, mom. And uh, it, we didn't stay at that hotel. It took me many years before I realized that was a prostitute. Uh, that was <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. I seem okay. to recall us staying at the Happy Hotel uh, that night, which worked out much better for everybody. <laughs> but but you know those guys were hardworking dudes. Working pretty hard, don't I? Spending spending all that pay right there. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, working, working it good. I think that was uh, the drapes from that particular place. They went to Seth freaking Rollins' uh, particular outfit that he wore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, I, I, I can see that. There's still no indication whatsoever that Cody's going to show up for WrestleMania, but everybody's like, oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I don't, you know. Um, can I throw a little fly in the ointment here? I'd love to um, hear that. I'd love fly. I, now, well... You may have seen this because you usually see all this shit before I do, but yeah. I, I just saw this posted like two hours ago. So I don't know how long ago that it's been out two hours ago from when we're taping, of course, right. uh, taping, <laughs> uh, you got the real, real rolling. Yeah, man. This that baby's rolling. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> Oh dude, can I just tell you, I was looking through a box and I found, a, 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 an air check tape from 1987. Holy shit. I know, man. I'm listening oh. to that thing. I, I was, I wanted to go curl up in a corner. I was like, oh, that's exactly god. right. Oh my god! If I ever heard how I sounded in 1987, I would die. I was okay on uh, the, I did, I did some football games. I did color on football games. I was okay, but the rest of the time, I sucked ass. Oh, see, I didn't do that. This was just straight DJing, and I mean, there was some greats that were good, but some of it is just cringe, man. Cringe. What were some of the what were some of the hot hits that you were uh, ramping up there, pal? Oh, this was this was hot hits. Uh, this was in the oldies days. That was my first gig, man. Oh, awesome. Oldies overnight. So it was uh, '93 mix. And doing we some were, love uh, grows where my love rosemary goes, yeah, shit like that. Yeah, baby, that was actually some of the newer stuff that we ah, played. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, oh uh, hold on i'm coming you got some of that shit oh there? god when 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 our boy mike finley was program director yeah man he would throw some stuff from like the early 50s in there like sally go around the roses and shit like Jeez. that i'm like i'm like what the hell is this and here's so many here's many good one <laughs> uh, no doubt man Jesus, moonlight sonata some shit you know crazy but, so what were you uh, gonna say about this late breaking news? But yeah, but right this late breaking news, recording? man. Yeah, I took the took the ramp there. Uh, but I see that supposedly, and this is from Dave, I think, from Meltzer, saying yeah. that uh, Shane McMahon's coming back for WrestleMania. What the fuck? So, so uh, could this be the opponent? Are we getting swerved all over the fucking place here? Oh, what the so hell? Stupid. What's going on? 
I'm looking at I'm looking at Meltzer's feed. I, I'm not looking. At, I don't see it right now. But holy shit, that's ridiculous. That was from Wrestling Observer. Um, I think <sighs> that's so was dumb. It a tweet? I'll I'll find I'll find it. I can't I can't believe that shit. Oh, there it is. Yeah, WWE reportedly bringing in Shane McMahon for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, okay, it, I mean it's very vague. It's very vague. I, I will say that. PW Insider but, reporting that WWE is bringing Shane McMahon for in for the entire WrestleMania weekend, his first time back with the company since being phased out following this year's Royal Rumble event. So that was January. This is uh, March, almost April. It was so long ago. God. I know. The report does not state whether or not there are creative plans for McMahon, or even though if he will appear at either night of WrestleMania. By the way, he is prominently featured in the Evil episode highlighting Stephanie McMahon. A lot of interview time with Shane. There's McMahon. one that highlights her in yeah. Evil. Really, yeah, it okay. does. That's pretty. It's pretty good. And there's one. Like, there's like one shot after she gets her implants where it's like, oh right, I remember this. Yes, I remember. I remember that one. Um, the report does not sure state when <laughs> McMahon was originally penciled in for WrestleMania, but uh, bowed against Seth Rollins in a spot in the Elimination Chamber match in Saudi Arabia in February, but was sent away after unprofessional quote-unquote conduct at the royal rumble including talking down to a producer james noble according to uh, our reporting in the february 7th wrestling observer dave Meltzer wrote every single story you've heard multiplied many times over said one person close to the situation mcmahon was a producer for the men's royal rumble match and was also an entrant into the bout he entered 28th and was next to last elimination in the rumble Meltzer also wrote others noted that he wanted to build the ending of the match around himself and be featured as a player in the match was visibly very unhappy when his match ideas were shot down by his father and was not professional with producer James Noble and talked down to people. McMahon also reported class with Brock, Brock Lesnar. Um, so if Shane's coming back and Shane was the original opponent that was thought of with Seth Rollins, I don't think it's too much of a leap to think that maybe the Cody thing may not happen. I, I, I'm still, look, man, even before Shane, I honestly, I, I was not sold on him being there until I saw him. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what else they would do. Uh, it could have been a million things really, but I I'm telling you, man, I just was not sold on it because I, my mind was going all over the place on this, just like I'm sure yours and everybody else's ever since it happened, just things happen. It seems like in every two days or so, something, some kind of news breaks out on some, totally something else different from the last time. So I'm thinking, I think WWE maybe is just playing off of that and maybe he, Cody's not going to show up, you know, and, well, there's, and, there's, and they're just playing off the fact that people think he is. This may have been one of those things. that was a shoot that turned into a work like after he left AEW, and then, you know, Tony signs the deal and he buys ROH and everybody's like, well, dude, Cody's going to run it. And they were like, no, that's not going to happen. But now maybe that is going to happen. Maybe that is the deal. I, you know, uh, I, I, I'm so back and forth on this, man. I, uh, I, 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 I'm completely worked, man. They, if they, this is what they aim for, then goddamn, they hit the bullseye with me because I, I, I've just, I don't know what to believe. I really don't. And I, I I've said that since, from the from well, I, I think everybody was just in shock when he left, in, in, you know, initially. And then the whole Kenny Omega interview came out, and some other things made it sound like he yeah, has a little fishy. From that point on, I, I I don't know, I didn't know what to make of anything. I was all over the place.
I'm not sure, and, I, and it's always been like, oh yeah, it's very obvious that no, it's and and, and Meltzer no, said, it's well, not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not obvious at all. And don't pretend that it is. And don't pretend that anything in this business is like super obvious because everything is behind closed doors and everybody in arrears plays the result. Oh yeah. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, of course I knew Vince was going to buy WCW. Oh, of course I knew yeah, that right. Joff was going to be the GM of raw. I mean, they, they always played the result. It's very easy after the fact. Oh yeah. I, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, nobody but don't knows you anything. think, man, don't you think they've worked themselves into a corner here? I mean, no matter what happens on this, if he doesn't show up, if Cody doesn't show up for WrestleMania, it's going to be a big letdown for a lot of people. There's no doubt about it. Oh, and sure. It's going, it's going to be it's going to be John Cena at number 30. That's yeah. what it's going to be. <laughs> I think it was Rey Mysterio. I think Rey Mysterio. Was the oh, was it John Cena? Rey Mysterio? Okay. You know yeah, what I'm talking about. Number 30 disappointment. Boo! That one. That's the Boo! Oh, that never happened. Roman's always been good. We've always had Roman on the right path. We've always booked him correctly. Yes. <laughs> so I don't if if they don't get Cody delivered for WrestleMania and then Tony's able to get him for ROH or something for AEW, then it's gonna be a win for AEW. That's gonna be that's the way it will be spawned and that's the way it will be seen. And they can shit on it in arrears at WWE and say, Well, it wasn't that big of a deal, it wasn't that big of a match, blah, 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 blah. But it's going to be another. It's going to be another loss for them. It was very well, much. To be like, honest, they're not wrong. They're not wrong at this yeah. point. If it is, if if he does, dude, don't you think? Am, am am I just? Am I the only one that thinks this? That if he, if at this point, if he does show up, and the way they've done this, this secret, yeah, quote, air quote secret shit, and it's him. Don't you think the the gas is gone from the balloon, man? Don't you? They do it's all just, the time where they book things and they're like, we don't know what the end result. Like GTV was a great example. The anonymous Raw general manager was another one. Um, Vince's illegitimate son, which turned out to be Hornswoggle, that was another one where they just got left and they had to kind of do something with it. They do right. shit like that all the time. And the truth is, it does. It pays off probably less than it. You know. It pays off less than it actually does, you know. It it doesn't pay off more than it actually does pay off. And it'll right, be, right. It'll be a very big win for AEW. It, you know, it's similar to when they signed CM Punk and they got him going on the first dance, and then all of a sudden their TV partners at WWE started yelling at him. Why we need we need something. Give us something. We have to have something. And that's when Rock Lesnar comes back and Becky Lynch comes back, and you have to give them. So I I don't know. At this point, it feels to me like one of those TV partners would have been screaming for something for Cody, uh, for for either Fox or Raw, you know, either either SmackDown or Raw. One of those programs could have done okay with some sort of rating spike, I would think. You would think. I mean, I, I, think. I'm not sure. Do you want to go? You want to go through the people who really still believe that the Will Smith versus Chris Rock thing was a work? Who, who who believe who who believe that's a work? Yeah, I want to hear this. Well, there's still, I mean, there's still it's still out there, and I still I was arguing with a guy at work, and he got pissed at me. But I'm like, <laughs> how does how does it help them? How okay. does it help? Oh, them? How that's exactly exactly. Who, who how does Will Smith come out looking good on this? Well, and it's not only that. It's like, well, they did it for how how do how do the ratings happen? You tune in after everybody says, oh, this happened. You tune in, and they get. The benefit from that? No, they don't. The, it's already happened. You don't get the benefit from the race. Right, and right. then next year, oh, I'm going to tune in because I want to see if another millionaire is going to hit another millionaire. That's not going to happen. No, it's so not then you happen. go with 
I mean, you have to go with the uh, Disney went to both of them and said, "We'll pay you five million dollars a piece if you'll do this punch," which won't be man. Us at you all. know, that's like people, somebody that never watches football, saying, "Okay, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl next year because I want to see what happened to something like Janet Jackson." I think that yeah, might I gotta, happen I gotta, again. I got to see a titty at the halftime show. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you're but like, it's the Stones. The Stones are performing. Who wants to see? Them? So they, the the story comes out today, which validates you the work. Chris Rock's sales for his stand up tour huge through the roof, amazing, which you would expect. So right. all right, either I'll, way, I'll, I'll follow you down on this because he's coming to Durham. In he's got two shows, April sixteenth and seventeenth at DPAC. Probably already sold out. Doesn't need the help. But again, I'm going to follow these people down to the fucking ground on this thing. Let's say before the show, Chris Rock goes, "Hey, Will, you slap me." We'll sell $10 million of tickets. I'll give you five. Will goes deal. Will Smith can go shit in a box, put it on eBay and get $5 million. Do you really <laughs> no think? Doubt. I mean, do you really think that those guys need 5 million bucks? And as you pointed out, like who's rushing to book this guy for their next movie is, Oh, I, Brett Ratner. I got to have you Steven Spielberg. Oh, line two. I mean, it's not, nobody's doing that. Well, have you seen like the still shots, I guess, that people have put up, like the smile on their face or the smirkiness oh, yeah. on their face, like right before it happens or right yeah. after it happens or something. Uh, I mean, that can be taken such out of, so out of context, you know, Did so you because see... people have the, you know, weird expressions on their face at weird times. Did you see it when it happened in real time? No, I didn't know anything about it till I saw it all over fucking Twitter or wherever it was. I had it on mute and I was working, so I saw it and I went, well, that can't be. That's not real. That's got to be some bit that they've thought up. And then I went back and thought, of course, it wasn't real. But my immediate thought was, if Will Smith, Will Smith weighs like 240 pounds. If he truly hit him with a closed fist, if he hit Chris Rock with a closed fist, that man would go down. And there'd be some swelling and maybe some blood. But then I... You know, then I realized it was the, it was the bitch slab, and I bet he in his mind, I bet he was going to slug him, but I think he backed off at the last second. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. It's great. I that mean, he, some he, some restraint came about him. At the he last apologizes second. to everybody except the guy that he hit, and then he tries to compare himself to Richard Williams, who, by the way, Venus and Serena's dad has a lot of problems. Never assaulted anybody. No. <laughs> Never. By all accounts, like, he's at a tennis match, like, and people are calling, hey, your dog, that N-word doesn't even need to be here. He never went up and slugged anybody. Like, some some line judge makes a bad call. He didn't just go down like, Bang. <laughs> He never did that shit. <laughs> so many times that could have happened. It's never happened. So it's like, for him to do that, it's like, they're like you're, you're like, Stop digging. You just need to leave. You and Jada get in the limo. And then, of course, he gets the award. He gives the stupid speech, which is not even really an apology. And then they they show him, like, dancing with his Oscar afterwards. Well, how about the damn standing ovation he got after his speech? I mean, uh, that was... God damn. It's, People, it's weird. Yeah, it was weird. All of it was weird. Some bizarre shit going on. You know, I was wondering how, like, how WWE always used to be. Vince like, well, we're going to play something off of it. We're going to make sure that these guys are on. Do some shit like well, that. you know, if, if, if the Oscars were like maybe a month ago. Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt something like that. We're going to get one of them on there. We're going to have the slammies live and somebody's going to get slapped. It might be me. 
Hey, Vince, can we change the names to the Slappies if that happens? <laughs> I've been looking this up because I'm actually going to Vegas, and uh, they're going to have WrestleMania in some uh, movie theaters in beautiful really? Las Vegas, at least three near the Strip. $18, Brian. $18 if you want to buy tickets. To go see and that's pretty much the cost of a movie now nowadays anyway about and then of course you're gonna pay the 10 bucks for you know the popcorn and oh god yeah of course <laughs> and then all of those good no things. buffets no buffets in the theaters there well the great thing is they got m&m world right up the street so you can just grab like a bunch of m&ms and like stuff them in your shorts or whatever <laughs> conveniently um this is wrestlemania saturday pregame show is airing live on the usa network in addition to peacock and all over social media at this point, the Sunday pre-show is not listed for television as of press time. Some minor changes have been made, according to David Meltzer. Oh, really? This week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter. But the Saturday show is listed as Charlotte Flair versus Rockin' Rowdy Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. That's it the main the event? Ca- well, I think that is. But here's here's the caveat. The Kevin Owens show with Steve Austin, which there has been some discussion and it still might happen. That might finish the night. Because that will inevitably send the fans home happy. When Steve Austin stuns everybody within a seven-mile radius of, you know, crazy Jerry's. Do we know that's going to happen for sure? Yeah, he's that's, that's definitely going to show. He's, it's okay. going to be a stupid payoff. He'll work five minutes. And then he'll, you know, go back to Nevada. And he'll eat bonbons with the, the old lady and talk about how they want to go to Beth Bad and Bo- uh, Bed Bath & Body Works or whatever. And grab some... Scented well, candles. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah damn, but you got me. Those scented <laughs> candles are good as shit. They're sage, man. They get that <laughs> shit out of my system. <laughs> God damn, Will, you just slapped this shit out of Chris. God damn. What the hell? Here we go. <laughs> Steve Austin in the sit down with Will Smith. Now, uh, you slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Tell me about that. Right? <laughs> Tell me about that. Now, you're in front of about three billion people, and you had a temper tantrum, and you slapped the shit out of Chris Rock for telling the joke that you laughed at initially. Tell me about that. <laughs> we want to hear Steve Austin doing the Fresh Prince rap is what we want to hear. Now, this is a story all about how my life got turned upside down. You want to take a minute and sit right there? I'll tell you how I became the prince of goddamn WWE, you son of a bitch. <laughs> South yes. Texas, born and raised, kicking ass is how I spent all of my days. <laughs> Came some some bitches that was up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I whooped that ass, stomped the mud hole, walked it dry. And my parents said, good job. And they wiped their eyes dry. (laughs) (laughs) I said to my cabbie, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, here's the situation. My parents went away for a week's vacation and they left the keys to my brand new Porsche. Do I, should I try it? Ah, ah, ah. Of course I should. <laughs> oh, oh my God. If 
550 if you need a lift. Who's <laughs> getting the car? Who else did <laughs> goddamn Austin? You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. School is out and there's kind of a buzz. But back then, I didn't really know what it was. <laughs> you do now, don't you? Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> oh it's God. for the look. I don't like it. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. What? Bienvenue on Miami. What? <laughs> No, 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 no. Get the snake with it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Get Stone Cold with it. No, 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 no. Oh God. <laughs> For those of you that have been missing the voices. <laughs> Yeah, there's been some talk that the KO show with uh, Stone Cold might actually close the night. And I think that's maybe in limbo, but it's pro- I think they're probably going to end up with a match. Mm. But that's one of those things that could change on the fly. Like, everything's sucking. Uh, we want to send the crowd home happy, so let's go ahead and just have. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do, man. You think that's how it went? Think that's, that's how it'll go? That's another thing. I haven't seen the Lita episode of um, Broken Skull Sessions, but there's always, like, a moment when he's in those things and he's being serious, Stone Cold, where he he uses the word, "Hey, dude, I, I just love the way you work." You know, he'll say like the level. <laughs> Man, when I saw you in Mid South, listen, dude, I just I love the way you work. Do shit like that. <laughs> he can. He reverted back to the Hollywood blondes, man. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. We're all women's title. You think that feud's working? It got a little. It got a little better, I think, this week with the, decent, the whole hair cutting thing. There. There's some decent hair, uh, decent heat on that one. Decent, decent, decent hair, hair and heat. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, Edge against AJ Styles. I still. They said they moved that one from Sunday to Saturday, so that one's in. I think that's got the potential to be the show stealer. To be honest with you, um. It does. It's definitely got the potential for sure. Yeah. Somebody was bitching. They don't like this this latest Edge thing. This is like the first time I've really started kind of really? liking him. Yeah. I think it it, it 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 reminds me more of the Edge that I remember because you know most of his run was a heel, and you know back in the day. So mm-hmm. that just it, that that to me, uh, it just seems more like Edge, like probably like you too. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely down with it, dude. Uh, Usos against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown tag titles. Cool Man, I can't figure out what's going on with those guys because they got them in that, those series of Ford F-150 commercials or whatever right. the fuck they were doing. Right. So it's almost like they're grooming them to be the champions. But I really, I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel right, you know? They kind of they cooled off the Usos a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, they have. I think it's good. I think it's got the potential to be a good match. I, I'm not as down on Boogs as some people are. I mean, he's, I think, look, I'll say this. He's better in the ring than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he can. I mean, the guy can work a little bit, honestly. The only thing not, really got on my nerves about him was that whole entrance thing, you know? Yeah, the entrance thing is, is designed to get heat, and he's supposed to be a douchebag with that stuff, but he, he can he can work a little bit. I'm not saying he's fucking – he's not Luthez or anything like that, but he can do some shit. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, he's got he's – not, he's not – 
Amorosa either, whatever that motherfucker's <laughs> name is. <laughs> he was great on The Apprentice. Oh, so good. And then he turned on Trump. Uh, the Mysterios against uh, Miz and Logan Paul. There, there's a match you don't give a shit about. There's a match right there it. that I, I'm looking around for shits to give about that match. I just cannot find. Uh, yeah, God, good, good luck finding one of those. Um, uh, <laughs> which night is that? Is that Saturday night too? A Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and uh drew mcintyre and happy corbin speaking of people we've cooled off god yeah i'm not I, as much as i like drew I, I i you know if i happen to miss that match I, that's fine too that's your take a shit go get some popcorn match for sure mm-hmm. the Sunday play show, that night right uh that's gonna be the yeah the nine, the nine o'clock game i guess I, that is the, that is the late game on saturday right mm-hmm. yeah like, so I, I figure cbs o'clock. wouldn't fuck that up like cbs could not have crafted like can we have duke and carolina for the first time ever in the ncaa tournament and oh by the way could it be in the final four and oh by the way could it be the possible final game of coach k's career yes you can have that i mean that's gonna be that to me if you want to talk about works if you want to talk about setting shit up and people have been, <laughs> yeah that's like cbs could not have i mean there, there are executives at cbs have been whacking it all week long over that shit and and is uh I thought the is the final four on TBS? I thought is on Oh CBS? god, is it on, thought, did they put did they put those games on TBS? I think it's on TBS. Oh snap. Holy shit. So yeah. Oh, that that hurts. Oh god damn. Jim Nance. I don't know how that happened, but I guess it happened. Well, that's how they do the the rights, you know. They split them up and they they got billions of dollars. Well, TBS, God bless them. This will be <laughs> You're Probably welcome. The rate, I think this is going to be the ratings record for CBS. I don't see how they ever have a program that's going to be bigger than what they're going to have at around nine o'clock on Saturday night. No, it, uh, maybe since like the the old WCW NWA days on Saturday nights. Yeah, those like some of those clash, uh, those Battle of the Belts or Clash of the Champions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> this is going to. I think this is probably going to blow that away. There's no. I mean, I think so. You you and I've you and I've been Carolina basketball fans for like fifty plus years, and this is the biggest Duke Carolina game. Period. Zip. End of story. Full stop. There's not been no, a not bigger. This, this is the biggest one. I mean, and the and, and I was we talked about this with Park Pewterbow, the Rolling Stone writer on today's Brad and Britt. It's a pretty good episode because he's a big Carolina guy too. The rivalry has seen its ebbs and flows over the years. Like when Brad got here in the eighty in the mid eighties. Duke, mm-hmm. The Duke rivalry with Carolina was not the rivalry. That was oh, it was State. still it was, state. Yeah, yeah. It was NC yeah, State. Just, and then mm-hmm. early 90s, that was the Leitner crew and everything. And that's when things turned around. And that's exactly. when exactly. But then in the early part of this century, there was an ebb. There was a, there was kind of a, a receding, and, and that that was again the Matt Doherty stuff and all that. And then it picked back up when Roy came to town and everything kind of and, and then Coach K started embracing the one and done stuff. And then for the past 15 years, it's been quite hot. It's been just crazy, oh, crazy just off the hot. charge, man. And this this year, it's been like there. Carolina was not competitive in that first game with Duke and Chapel Hill. That was there was no question about that game, and that game was over by halftime. But that second game was when they became a team. Like what you're seeing now with North Carolina would not have happened had it not been for that night in Cameron Indoor Stadium. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Had they I don't know if they would together. be in the tournament itself if it wasn't for that. To be it honest, w- it would have been close. They might have they might have been in the first four. They might have had to fight their way in the first four. Right. In fucking Dayton. Yeah, but no shit. Yeah. 
that team became the team that you're seeing right now that looks close to a national championship team that night in Cameron when they had 96 former Duke players staring right up their ass. <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah. the who's who of Duke, Duke basketball. Anybody who is not six feet under, everybody staring up their ass, and they still went on and handily defeated the Blue Devils. Yeah, it wasn't and, even like a last-second shot. I mean, it was a no, no, no. The last butt whooping. They owned the last six minutes of that game. Carolina destroyed Duke in the last six minutes of that game. So they left them googly eyed. That's, that's what that's what you're seeing, right? Like, yeah, TBS. Holy shit, mm-hmm. CBS. Because this is you know, this is Jim Nance's time of the year. This is Are like they going to let him go to TBS to do this? I, I don't mean, know if they share him or whatever. This is like his time of the year. If he doesn't get to do those games on CBS, because he's got he's got the NCAA thing, and then he goes he goes smack out of that right into the, the, the Masters. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's like his. And then all of a sudden, he goes on vacation. You don't hear from him again until September when football season starts. Yeah. And, and, he and Tony Robo start making out for like five months and then he, he disappears again. But this is like his favorite time of the year. He gets to shine. He's the biggest star, right? Of course. Yeah. Jeepers. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I do. Now that you say that, I do wonder if he's going to be calling it. It'd be wild. on TBS. The Sunday show only lists Lesnar versus Reigns uh, with that reunification or that whatever you want to call that. WWE and Universal titles at stake. So that's going to close the show. Randy Orton and Riddle versus Street Profits versus Chad Gable and Otis for the Raw Tag Team titles. I got to be honest with you. I I might put the titles on Gable and Otis at this point. They've got some heat behind them right now, right? They've seemed to gain a little uh gain a little mo there. Then they they had the belt there their belts there for a minute, didn't they? They did. I thought it was a good and act. And even since I, they've lost them, I think they've gained some momentum. Don't Yeah. I think it's a good act. Honestly. It's surprising, but yeah, I think it is, man. To come off of that, Gable, story. Gable, the what makes it is Gable can can talk on the mic, and that oh, I, yeah. I think that helps a lot. He's a fantastic, obnoxious, heelish promo guy. And yes, for him to come out of that shorty G awfulness that he had, and to be able to come back mm. strong with this is something else. God bless him. Uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory in a match that no one gives a shit about. No one. And let, Sammy Zane let me and say that for the people in the back. No one. Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville in a match that no one gives a shit about. Let me say this one for the people <laughs> way back there. No one. Zelina and Carmella against Sasha and Naomi. Eh. Mm. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Natty and Shayna Baszler. Um, there you go. Well, we all know the whole... The whole... Um, Sasha Banks and uh, <clears throat> Trinity Fatu tag team, yeah, is going to end up just like the Bailey Sasha Banks. Oh, tag sure, team. yeah. I mean, I mean, I know. Pretty good episode of her on the Evil series too. They do Sasha Banks on there. It's pretty. Oh good. yeah, okay. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title was scheduled, but and Priest winning non-title match on Raw on the 14th would indicate that, but it's not been made official. Um. There hasn't even been anything teased for Ricochet as Intercontinental Champion. And he lost. Ricochet did an Intercontinental. Yeah. What was title. that? It was a non-title match. To theory. Yeah. We've had enough of you getting over. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Mighty, man. The other match listed is almost who almost has charisma against Bobby Lashley, uh, who made his return, Brian. Yeah. At Lashley back from that soldier, that shoulder surgery, rather, that he had right after 
the Saudi Arabian thing. He flew over to Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia knowing he wasn't going to work. They did an angle to give him a concussion. They dosed him. He went back to the States. He got surgery. He's been rehabbing ever since. Yeah, I thought he was going to be out for like another two or three months from now, right? I've got money for you, bitch. Come and get daddy's money. <laughs> there is a caveat. Obviously, Lance, uh, Lashley did not undergo major shoulder surgery, as was feared from his injury suffered in the match with Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, or he wouldn't be ready. However, the injury was serious enough that he hasn't wrestled since and is not cleared at this point. We're told this is the match provided Leslie, uh, Lashley is cleared. If he's not, then they'll have to change the plans. That's interesting. You do realize this is WrestleMania, right? Um, don't you think it'll be something like that that that, that happened in uh, in in Saudi Arabia, where they'll come down and hit him on the way to the ring or something, knock him out? You know, some bullshit. And then what? It, then what do you do with the Edward James almost there? <laughs> oh, man, when's he going to stand and deliver? <laughs> he's he's going to get up and and orate. Do you remember the major you know, a nice long Lincoln esque speech? Do you remember the big single off the Stand and Deliver soundtrack? Uh, I do, but I can't remember what it is now. Damn it! From the band Mister Mister. Yes, I think it was um, called Stand and Deliver Inside You Inside Me. It was like yeah, the 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 parentheses. Give me yeah. something real. <laughs> there has been no talk. That did sound either. like Mister Mister. I know. I got him down. There has been no talk of either a men's or women's battle royal for these on the rock. And there's supposed to be like a battle royal on SmackDown maybe Friday. Didn't they say something about that? Like oh, is it on SmackDown? Giant? Really? Yeah, I think I, I thought I saw that they were doing the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal maybe on SmackDown on Friday. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Let me see. Is that in lieu of the pre-show? Is there no pre-show now? Well, there's going to be a pre-show, but they can't fit this into even their bullshit pre-show. God dang. And, you know, okay. in, in, in slightly under seven hours. Fuck, man. On, in two days. <laughs> I think they won't be able to get all of it on there. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on SmackDown on Friday. It's the okay. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Let me look at the, the Bleacher Report article on this thing. For the second year in a row, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal has been demoted to just a match on television rather than taking place on the grandest stage of them all. Um, but let's take a look at how WWE can make the best of this and actually utilize what should be an important match, but isn't. Uh, these are some of the people they're saying should win. Damian Priest, Edward James Olmos, Veer Mahan. I can't get behind this Veer Mahan guy. I'm sorry. I, I know that they're doing the the promos and shit. And look, I, I, I think they're way – I don't think this guy's going to get over. I'm just going to call it right I now. don't either. I, I think this either. dude is, is still born. There's Gable, Gable Stevenson. If they get him in, which I don't know, Elias, who is goddamn colder than shit right now. Tommaso, where Ciampa, the hell has he been? I mean, I, I thought know. he's been coming. Was coming back like a two months ago, but they're also suggesting Tommaso Champa, which, like at this point, it would just basically be like the the career award, right? Like Samuel basically. L. Jackson got the career <laughs> Oscar yeah. the other night because they never gave him an Oscar for anything he ever did. But everybody knows who the hell he is and loves him. So, yeah, they got to give him something. Of course, he's like, it's, they have to give him something. And by the way, they couldn't even do that on TV. Oh, well. Could, could, they must be, was it the Oscar TV. pre-show? Was it the pre-show? Was it the Oscar it pre-show? Is what it, is? it was. They, you know, they cut like a bunch of categories and had them in, in like the pre-thing. And he that was one of them. Does, does Caleb Braxton host that? 
<laughs> and Sarah Schreiber. They, they tag and Sarah Schreiber. Okay. Yeah. yeah they tag <laughs> Uh, here are here here are your past winners. <laughs> this is fun. Past mm-hmm. winners of the Andre the Giant went on to bigger and better things. I'm sure. Can you name? But I'm just going to ask you. There've been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There've been seven of these so far. Can you name any of the winners of the previous seven? I, I can probably name one or two. Who who are you? I, I, who think, are you I, I, I think. Well, I think I can maybe name. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to think, didn't Strowman win one time? Braun Strowman was the winner in 2019. Very good. Okay. Uh, did McIntyre win one time? Drew McIntyre has never won. Okay. Well, I'll stop at Strowman because I really don't know after that. Your first winner in 2014 from WrestleMania 30, which, of course, was the magic Brian Danielson WrestleMania, okay. where he gets pounded into the dirt, but eventually he's the star of the show and gets over like a motherfucker. Okay. Your winner was Cesaro. I'd like to point out he's no longer with the company. <laughs> Bigger and better things, like I said. The runner-up was Big Show. In 2015, the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was Big Show. Oh, I'd like to point okay. out he's no longer with the company. Bigger the and better things. Was, <laughs> the, Dam- the runner-up was Damian Mizdow. I'd like to point out he's no longer with the company. <laughs> in 2016, just the last time they were in Texas. Okay, hold on a second. Are we going to do any more pointing out before you say this? This guy before still is in the company. No, this guy's okay. still in the company. Just check it. Although there, there are times that you've wished he wasn't. <laughs> the uh, Miz? Baron, Baron oh. Corbin. Oh, Baron Corbin. you're correct, sir. Runner-up is Kane, who I wish would fall off the face of the earth. Yes. Damn it. From 2017 in Orlando, Florida. Mojo Raleigh, I'd like to point out he's no longer with the <laughs> April the 8th of 2018, just four years ago, back in New Orleans, Louisiana, and your winner was Matt Hardy. Hey, I'd now. Like to, I'd like to point out, no longer with the company. <laughs> That's right. Damn. From East Rutherford, New Jersey, in April 7th of 2019, <laughs> Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. I'd like to... I'd like to point out, no longer with the company. And no I'd also longer like to with point the company, yes. Your runner-up, Colin Jost, the co-host of Weekend Update on Saturday Jesus Night Christ. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for us to defend wrestling when people go, you guys don't mm-hmm. watch that? It's because of shit like yeah. this. I, well, can we bring Chris Rock back up? I don't <laughs> condone it, but I understand. I understand. I don't condone it, but I understand. <laughs> at your one job as a father keep the daughter off the pole you son of a bitch <laughs> why you want some credit for some shit you already posted you <laughs> oh my god I love champagne I drink champagne when I hustle. I drink champagne with Nipsey Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Last year's winner of the Under the Giant oh Memorial God. Battle uh, Royal was Jay Uso, still with the company. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Jay Uso. That's when his brother was out with injuries and stuff. 
How with drunk man, they, I wish they bring back the gimmick one that they did when I was at WrestleMania 18 when they had like the the old yeah, guys. Why not? And, like, yeah, they had yeah. Jim Cornette and they had fucking Paul Bearer and they had all those people. It was yeah, awesome. Iron Sheik won it. I remember Brother that. Love, it was like stupid ass. Even they got even a payoff for fucking wadley ass Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, yeah, all that, all of them. Bruce, get in there, and make some money. God damn it. <laughs> It's it's interesting. Um, I think there's a lot of speculation about the ROH thing, right? Um, yeah, I mean be- that's kind of a side the side thing going on with with Cody. I mean, you know, with what is he doing with ROH here? Um, Tony Khan on Busted Open Radio said that the ROH pay per view will be a transition show. AEW wrestlers will be making appearance on it. Um, is it is it Grits Gresham against Jay Lethal? Isn't that the main event? Is it Jay Lethal? Is that who it is? Okay, I think uh, you're right. I, I think you're I, right. I, I think. You're but right. I think everybody's looking forward to FTR against uh, the Briscoes. That's going to be. Oh like, yeah. Kind of a dream match, right? Kind of a dream match. They're kind of coming to WrestleCade. God dang. <laughs> I, I I want to address some of this stuff too about the comments that uh briscoe made back in 2013 and they they were like anti-gay comments and stuff like that and i'm not defending them in any way shape or form but i think he has more than made up for that i remember when all of that was happening and they were were actually running a show at the ag center in western north carolina and he was the champion i think they made him drop the championship and stuff like that Mm. he apologized to the crowd he's very tearful of apologizing on the damage he'd done to the company and again i I feel like he's – we've exacted the pound of flesh, it seems like, from Jay Briscoe uh, for those comments, to me. Seems like it. I, I, you know, and because, I mean, and I hope you agree with this, but I think people like him a lot of times, and, and I'm not excusing it either, but sometimes it's just how you're brought up and you don't realize how bad shit is that you say and do exactly. sometimes until it's that. pointed out to you. And I know he's an older dude and that sort of thing, but you know, sometimes it takes a while before people realize that shit. And I, I don't think he realizes how it comes off and it came out off in a way that was pretty bad, but I, I, he's apologized many times. I think he's proven himself in the past nine years since this happened that he's okay. I, I would really hope that the executives at TBS or whomever, whether it's Warner media, whether it's discovery, whatever, I would hope they realize that, you know, this is not something that's going to cost them in the long run. This, I think the, the damage that was done is, is in the past. And this guy, this, this guy, I think, has redeemed himself seven times over. And I'm not just saying that because I like him as a performer, because I do. I think he's one of my favorites and has been for 10 or more years. Oh, yeah. But I think as, as a dude, I think he's kind of he, – he's gone, he's gone beyond it. I think he's learned from it. I, don't, I would hate for that to be hung over his head forever. Yeah, I, I mean, God dang, man, who's not said something in the past? I agree. You know, and and and, and you know, if it, if you go back and and say we had Twitter back when you and I were in high school, mm-hmm. who knows what people would have, you know, the, the, like you and I. I, mean, I, I, I could have easily put some stupid joke on Twitter about gays or something. And oh my god, yeah, think, you know what I'm saying? At, at 17, 18, 19 years old or something, being stupid, and so you know, I, I, sometimes I think about that and go, God, thank God they didn't have. <laughs> oh, I would have probably gotten myself in so much shit somewhere. Jail. I wouldn't have been able to go to college. I would. I would have had to go to jail. <laughs> no doubt. There would have been that too. Yeah. 
Following matches are advertised for the Supercard of Honor that will be held Friday in Texas. Curtis Gullwell Center. Here we go. ROH World Champion. I was incorrect. Gritz Gresham, holder, the original ROH Championship holder against the ROH World Champion Bandito. Oh, it's Bandito. Okay. The Cheeto Bandito takes on Gritz Gresham. You know nobody gets that joke but us, right? The Frito Bandito. Well, the, the Gritz even Gresham even joke. talk. He, he, oh, yeah, the Gritz Gresham. There's like some people who are either, listening. Either one. They're so racist. They're calling that black guy Grits. I can't believe they're doing that. It's not. Please. I would like for you. Please. Just go to your Google machine and Google Grits Gresham. I would like. I think he didn't he didn't he come a couple times or so to the the Crosby Golf Tournament. Well, that's what you said. You saw him. Yeah, he was a he was I a think. guy. He he was with one of the shooting. Yeah. He was like a hunter, and he had hunting shows on television. He'd show you how to shoot turkeys and shit. That was his name. His name was Grits Gresham, and he wrote a column in I don't know Gun Up Your Ass magazine or what? What one of those mag? I don't know what it is. One of those hunting. Yeah, magazines. he was like a Bill Dance guy. Or something. He was. He was very much a. And, and there's, a, there's a segment of our country that has no idea who Bill Dance is or Roland Martin is. But when you grow up in the South, you see these things on. In fact, a lot of those shows are they're on adjacent to wrestling, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Wild yeah. Kingdom, all that shit. Like Bill, like Bill Dance. And Roland Martin and all that shit would be in Sports of Field, I think was the name of the show with Gritz Gresham. Sports of Field, yes. I remember that. They would remember be that on magazine, yes. in fucking tandem, like adjacent to wrestling. So you'd either tune in a couple months early and you'd see the end of that, or you'd go on too late and you'd see maybe NFL Films presents, you know, Bart Starr or some shit, right? They would have like yeah. a <laughs> one of those things <laughs> all the time. Uh Briscoe's against Dax Harwood. Tundra. (laughs) The Briscoe's against Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Uh, Good match between the Daxer on uh, AEW Dynamite last week. A lot of praise for that one. Him and CM Punk going at it. Mm -hmm. I thought I didn't see that. Um, I had to work that night. Ah, Yeah. Well, I was just saying I had to work that, but normally I would just record it, but our cable was out. We had like a storm come through and knocked it out. And so it, I didn't record it. So bottom line, I didn't get to see any of dynamite. I just kind of read a little bit, bit about it. That was about it. You didn't it. get to say that you didn't get to hear uh, MJF said he was going to put Wardlow on the cross. Like Jesus. No. Okay. It was remarkable. I guess he, he got into a little trouble. They had a story about him and Tony Khan and they were unhappy with um, an interview that, MJF did with Ariel Helwani and he was like not kayfabing it and he was saying nice things about the WWE and he has a relationship with um, Bruce Pritchard and stuff and Tony apparently got a little butt hurt about that and you know as as a billionaire should uh, <laughs> he's not a dude he doesn't have anything else to worry about but apparently they worked through it and they're buds now or something okay well good I'm not sure. good good they smoked some of uh, Swole's weed, and they they made peace, I guess, with the entire Saying kumbaya, all is well. <laughs> so, no, it was a good performance with Dax Harwood and CM Punk. That was the first match on Dynamite okay. last week, and they did very well. I, Brian Last had a good point, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, because right now, I'm just going to say it, the mm-hmm. reuniting of the Hardy Boys ain't working. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say it. First of all, no. I'm going to say what we're all thinking. Jeff Swanton's look like shit. I've, they're I've scary, seen, man. They're, they're <laughs> they dangerous. scare me. They're dangerous. They're awful. They don't look anywhere close to devastating. He's missing. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. What last said was he's like, I wonder if they wouldn't have been better off just bringing Jeff in as a as a singles guy. I I don't know. I, either way, I mean, it, dude, you know as well as I do, they've both lost step in, in 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 their ring presentation. It's just so obvious to me how right. slow they look now, and it's, right. and it's to the point. It's almost to the point, man. Seriously, that I just want to say, y'all, just stop. Okay. Yeah. If you want to get in, like like Matt was doing as a manager, maybe Pete Rose kind of thing, you know, manager player kind of thing. That's okay. I can deal with that. But as a tag team that they're going to try to push, and I, no, 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 you're so right on that. They, there's, it's just not working. And I, dude, I love the Hardys. I love the Hardys. I've always loved the Hardys, and I just don't want to see them go out like this. If this yeah. is how they're going out. It would be difficult to have him as a singles performer because the fans would always be clamoring for them to get oh, back yeah. together and, and to do their old shit, do the twist of fate, do the swanton, do all that stuff. I, mean, I know, I know. As much as everybody is loving Sting, and, and the Sting-Darby Allen thing, I would have to admit, has gotten over way more than I thought it would. I'm I'm very, very tired of everybody who was 10 years old back in 1997 wanting to have a Stinger splash or a scorpion death drop put on them. I'm tired. Let me do it. I'll do it this week. Come on. Come on, please. It's like, it's just like, I don't, it's not like, hey, you're like a badge of honor. Yeah, it's not. It's my birthday. You have to. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's, we got to do what's best for the storyline. I don't think we necessarily need Steve, you know, doing that to whoever you are. Stop it. It's my thought anyway. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I, well, look what he's doing now. The, the, the not this dynamite, but the dynamite before that last week when he came off the top rope and and just yeah. being god dang, come on, dude. I mean, we get it. I mean, once in a while, maybe surprise us with something, but holy shit, man. He I, talk about talk scary, about, dude. You can talk about your Kevin Nash's or whatever for, for Steve Borden to fall into the pile of money that he's fallen into ass backwards on a couple of occasions. <laughs> Holy shit! He got Dixie to pay him stupid money. Now he's getting Tony to pay him stupid money, and he's in, he's not just, working that hard at all. <laughs> no, well, just, he and probably he, got paid stupid money to make that one appearance yeah. at WWE. Yeah, exactly. When Seth freaking Rollins nearly broke his neck doing that snake eyes yeah. move or whatever that was it was it snake yeah. eyes? Is that, what they, is that what they called that? I thing? think it was, man. Yeah, the buckle bomb. That buckle bomb. Yeah, hate that thing. They, they don't do that no more after that situation. Yeah, he got paid stupid money for that appearance at WrestleMania. He, yeah, you could talk about all of your guys being dudes who've been able to play play the cards right when it comes to pol political and Kevin Nash again getting the favored nation status and his contract and shit like that. Also with the late Scott Hall. Steve Borden has fallen ass backwards into money so many times in this business that ain't even funny. Well, <laughs> you know, let's say, I, you know, I'll say this about, about Steve Borden. I think he earns it. He's definitely earned it in AEW. God dang. He does. He's a, Don't he's you a think? yeah, he's a valuable guy. And I, I think he's probably also a steadying influence for a lot of those young guys. Oh, yeah. Well, All the way around, man. And I think he earned much, it in 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 uh TNA. 
I mean, I don't know how much advice you can give to a young guy. Like here, here's my advice to you. Keep finding a bunch of money marks. I mean, that's basically, <laughs> that's basically it. He found, he found, you know, the, the Texas Nashville princess whose daddy kept funneling cash in there. And then uh, uh-huh. he found, he found, uh, you know, Tony Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguars director of fucking things up, whatever Tony Khan's title is. <laughs> FTU, director uh, of FTU, is that what it is? I just would like to point out, or Meyer hasn't hired by anyone. <laughs> they were paying him. He's like floating around out there with Bray Wyatt, and he was making twelve million dollars. They were paying him twelve million dollars. <laughs> God, man! <laughs> and I know they were able to, they were able to cancel the contract for cause, and there's not really been any action or anything like that. I don't guess his his attorneys were like, "Can we get something?" And they were like, "No." You get you get nothing and like it. Sorry, um, it just kills me, man. A shitty person like him getting that kind of money. It just I don't know. He's not know, the only one in the world, but still. I don't know if you saw my tweet. I've been trying to get because Adam McKay is doing that series on HBO about the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, please, 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 Adam, would you, you and Bill Simmons, please tag team this one season of the Jacksonville Jaguars with Urban Meyer the 10 games or the 12 games or whatever it was that he coached. Oh my God. That has to be like one of the greatest stories of all time. <laughs> yeah. The shit show that would was be. unbelievable. Well, um, if I go do a story about your, your boy, the Travis from Uber. Oh God, uh, man, that series gets worse and worse. He's get there. I've been watching it with, as you know, with rapt attention. I'm sure that, they're now into Travis's monstrous 2017. It's like oh, one thing yeah. after the sky just fucking like Apple nearly kills his company because they, his engineers were fucking around with stuff in their store that was um, against the rules in the Apple store. And then, you know, they've got drivers killing and raping women. They've got a, a female employee at Uber, like listing her grievances publicly They've got that video with um, Travis yelling at that driver in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All that, all that shit happens like within a four or five month period where he is fucking dying. And that's when the Kyle Chandler character. Too uh, bad, so sad. The the Kyle Chandler character, Bill Gurley, has to kind of go to him. He's in a hotel and goes, "It's over. <laughs> You're done. The people who have invested in this company, your investors." They want your signature on this piece of paper <laughs> and you will no longer be the CEO. We'll let you be on the board. We're going to take away some board seats from you. He, he fights it for like the better part of a day. And then eventually he goes down like a clown. And of course now oh, yeah. he's worth, he's worth $8 billion. He's, he's like the guy billion. that one guy's like the guy that came into Richard Nixon's office and told oh, him. Oh yeah. That he was, it was Al Haig. It was, it was uh, Al, Haig, Al Haig. Yeah. yeah. Al Haig goes, Need your signature on this, Richard. As that is portrayed in the Oliver Stone movie, Nixon, it's pretty good because Nixon's a drunk mess kind of in the fetal position when they shoved that paper in front of him. And remember, that's that, that was like that guy that did that to Trump and Trump. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> Dude, you have to see the Oliver Stone Nixon movie because Anthony, Anthony I, Hopkins. I can't believe I've not seen that, man. Anthony Hopkins as Nixon is just fucking great. He's great. I don't know how, I, how that's bypassed me these years, but I'll. Joan I will, Allen I will, I will as uh, the first lady is amazing, and there's like this one Who scene. Is? 
Uh, Joan Allen. Joan Allen. Okay. And they do the, there's this one scene because Nixon loved ketchup. He'd like, would put ketchup on, you know, that's like the one thing that I can, by the way, Nixon, another Duke University problem. Another thing. Yeah, there another you go. From another steaming giant turd that Duke University unleashed on the world. He loved ketchup. So they got him at the table and they're arguing over something. And he rings the dinner bell. He's got his Heinz 57 over here. And the butler comes in and goes, Oh, Mrs. Nixon is done with her dinner. And he like waves him off to like take away her shit and get her out of there. <laughs> she, she's bitching at him about like all this stuff. Why are you doing this? Why is it like that? Oh, Mrs. Nixon is done with her dinner. And they have the Heinz 57 bottle right there because the motherfucker put ketchup on everything. It didn't matter <laughs> if it was green beans, jello, corn. It didn't matter. He's putting ketchup on that shit. Damn. Oh, good good times. Good times. Uh, Josh Woods and Wheeler Uta for the ROH Pure Rules Championship. Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez for the ROH Women's World Championship. You know that women's division just never materialized in ROH, did it? Um, I was going to say it tried, but tried. I think they did try, but it's not really it kind of never stalled happened. out a little bit. Just never happened. Shane Swerve Strickland against Alex Zane, and we finish, uh, we start finish with Jay Lethal against Lee Moriarty. Oh, yeah, Moriarty. 29.99 on pay-per-view on Fight TV. There you go. To quote, to quote the Dana Carvey doing George Herbert Bush. <laughs> not gonna die. Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Uh, so it's going to be a fun WrestleMania weekend. Uh, and everybody enjoy and have fun. Uh any other closing thoughts on another award-winning episode of Katie Vicks Alive Alive? Um, well, I, I I hate I might miss the Steve Austin KO thing live, but yeah. if it is indeed the final thing, I'm probably going to miss it because that Carolina Duke game will be taking precedence. I'll go back and watch it afterwards. I'll, I'll probably second screen. I'll probably have that on the tablet and then yeah, be watching the Carolina game unless I'm, you know. I don't know if if I brave, I, I'm going to be so fucked up by this Carolina. Game. I, know, I, 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 don't know if, I don't know if I want to watch it in public, you know? No, I couldn't. I, dude, let me tell you this quickly. Probably, I don't know, back in like the mid 90s sometime, I went out with some people to watch that game. And I told myself that's the last time I'm ever, ever doing that ever exactly. again. I will, I will do it in the confinement of me, myself, and I are very close friends or family. That's it. So, um, yeah. This happened. Let me look at this. Uh, January 26, 2003. Raiders make it to the Super Bowl against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm still married at that time. Marriage isn't great, but it's okay. We're getting along. We're doing whatever. Um, and it's the storyline is set. It's going to be the Raiders against their old coach. He knows everything that they're running. Uh, and everybody knows by now the, the Tampa Bay killed the Raiders. My wife thought it would be a great idea to invite like all of these people over to the house and have a Super Bowl party. That happens in January. I get fired from the radio station in March. I'm out of the house by July. <laughs> God, dog, man, you didn't make it to Halloween. That was that was bad news. <laughs> God, that was a that was the setting off of a chain of shitty events, man. That was that was like uh... I'm sorry. God is saying to you, you should not be married to this person and you probably need to move along with your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Who would have known? Who would have thought it started with the Super Bowl? That was that was not not a great deal. 
Brian yeah, is but, available for your hmm. social media pleasure at Brian Sports on Instagram and also on Twitter, TikTok, Stanley Jackson 23. I am at Britt Whitmire on the Twitter machine, B-R-I-T-T-W-H-I-T-M-I-R-E on Instagram. It's B-Dub4 Reels, B-D-U-B number four, R-E-E-L-Z. And the show is available on Twitter at Katie Vic Live. If you'd like to support what we do, you can shop at our Amazon store, which is real easy to find. It's katievic.com. It looks, tastes, smells, and feels like the, like the Amazon you've always known. But we get a little piece of the action. Does not change the price of the stuff that you are buying. We certainly do appreciate your support. Enjoy WrestleMania, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.